0: The click on this business! Coming down the aisle, Bimbo, Jimbo, Baby Booty! You know that I'm the cream of the crop! Give me a hell yeah! Today, woo,
1: I've got to stop and profile like never before! From our 1077 The Bone Studios in downtown San Francisco This is In The Click, Bimbo Jimbo, alongside my tag team partner, Baby Huey Hello and welcome again, everybody Happy New Year, and we're live, pal Happy New Year, pal Happy New Year Happy New Year Happy New Year, Year. Ah, never gets old God bless Vince McMahon and the, the Happy New Year bit from him
0: and Roman Reigns Here we are, it's almost two weeks into the new year, new decade like, when's the cutoff point to stop saying "Happy New Year" to someone? I think we're about it.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, it's absolutely. our first episode in the new year, okay. so we're allowed to say "Happy New Year." Okay. Um, but you know, it's it's all subjective. But I think at, at this at this point, it's uh, we're we're about at it. Two weeks into the new year, yeah. you've seen about everybody you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. You know. A certain point, it gets closer to Valentine's Day. It's you know, it's over,
0: dude. All the Valentine's Day stuff was out at the stores. Like I think on December twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Like literally, Christmas was barely done, and all the pink stuffs out there. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, you got you to
1: keep it moving. Um, but welcome, welcome back, everyone. Uh, to in the click. Uh, I am very excited uh, to start off this episode with. A little bit of news that uh, is very exciting uh, to share with you all. If you if you saw on our social medias, uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood is coming to KGO TV. Uh, and so basically what this is going to be is almost like a little bit of a primetime wrestling setup. It's a syndicated uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood show uh, on KGO airing. Every Saturday night at 1:30 a.m. on ABC7 KGO TV starting February 8th and it's going to be hosted by timeless Levi Shapiro. I know him very well from uh you know from all of his com- competition in all pro wrestling and it will also be hosted by yours truly, Bimbo Jimbo Kincaid. I am thrilled. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was waiting. For, I'm trying to time it right to start saying <laughs> yay, clapping. Uh, but this opportunity uh, c- came about very recently, and uh, they just put out the press release this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, executive producer Dave Marquez uh, is is heading it up. Uh, you may know him from you know all the things he does with Championship Wrestling and NWA. Uh, So it is coming to the Bay Area Championship wrestling from Hollywood Is coming to the Bay Area again So it's going to be Levi and I will be sort of spearheading This syndicated show To bring pro wrestling Every Saturday at 1.30am On KGO on TV folks uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm thrilled. It's going to be an in studio setup. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to work with. Uh, to work with Levi on this.
0: Okay. Well, first off, congrats to both you guys. That's awesome. Looking forward to the show. And shout out John Roberts, who will be doing the the, the commentary
1: uh, yeah. for the matches. Uh, also, all pro wrestling alum, John Roberts. So you're
0: you're the successor to him. Is that the right I, phrase? I, I guess so. Yeah. 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 But no, it's very cool. So for me to understand it, so from like hearing all the stuff. So Saturday morning, 1.30. So technically Friday night into Saturday morning, that's probably the easiest way for some yeah. people to ex- just try to explain it to everyone out there who might be trying to tune in. Uh, I think it might be also easy. Well, I mean, it's Friday night. In People are going to be up. So. Yeah, you,
1: you get home, you know, when you maybe you take that sad Uber home alone, you know, and you did, didn't you didn't. uh you know, you you didn't get with the girl, but you want you still want to feel good. You turn on turn on KGO one thirty. You got some pro wrestling which hosted is cha- by me
0: Channel. And Levi. S- channel seven here in yeah, the Bay Area, ABC baby, uh, hey,
1: Mouse KGO. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's say, go. Say, Where's say, my say, free say, subscription <laughs> to Disney Plus? <laughs> because I'll tell you what. Now that Mandalorian's done, deuces Disney Plus. On the, I'm out for a year, baby. What you're not going to grab
0: for deuces? Em? Man, not for like Winter Soldier and Falcon. Deuces, I've seen them. Man, (laughs) that's a whole other. That's a whole other show. But no, yeah. So set your DVRs as well. But of course, I'm sure over the next coming weeks, we'll keep reminding people to set the DVRs just in case and record it as well. And. And we'll be sharing a bunch of stuff on socials as well at in the click. But this is exciting. So, I, so you guys are going to be hosting like in studio version, throwing to what different matches? Yeah, and- sort of
1: like primetime wrestling back in the day. Uh, yeah. You
0: know, and uh, I am yeah, I'm I'm really really thrilled
1: uh, to to be a part of this for for this opportunity. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I think uh, Levi and I will be able to get creative with it and and, and do some pretty cool stuff. What are you going to wear? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dressed to the nines, baby. I'm gonna be in my my suits. What's Levi gonna wear? I, I don't know. We haven't we haven't gotten that far discuss, yet. We yeah. should get Levi in here. And and we dis- will definitely get discuss. Levi in here to promote the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'll give some tips, like yeah, some, some time, wardrobe. Well, God help wardrobe him. Him. <laughs> tips. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it really is uh, super thrilling news uh, for for Levi myself, for and I, I think for the pro wrestling community. Uh, not to not to make it an overly. You know, big deal about it or be melodramatic over it, but I mean it's pro wrestling mm-hmm. on TV in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um,
0: it, that's that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, so I, I'm I'm stoked. And I, I think a championship wrestling from Hollywood. I know they kind of start out in some other markets, but it's safe to say San Francisco, the Bay Area, it's their biggest market or affiliate now. So I think that's pretty exciting in its own right. But also, I know a lot of like the local talent here in the Bay Area, they do make trips down there for those tapings. So I think it just seems like a natural connection between NorCal and SoCal, and so I think that's just great to kind of reinforce just the strong wrestling community in all of California.
1: Yeah, I I think um, you know, and they've, they've they've shown the success that they've had with Memphis and in Houston as well, mm-hmm. do, doing this this setup, and 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 like you said, uh, you know, the Bay Area, great market, wrestling hotbed. So uh, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be
0: a good time. I mean, and then that show, I, mean, I remember my brother first telling me about that promotion a couple of years ago. Especially just their strong working relationship with NWA and just a lot of people who started there went on to who are on NWA Power now and just other promotions. So it's a great just promotion in its own right, and I think it's it's really yeah. exciting that they're expanding. They deserve it.
1: Yeah, I think it's very exciting for pro wrestling. Uh, and for all those involved, so uh, it, I'm I'm thrilled to see where this goes, and we will we will keep you updated as more details become available. Uh, but I'm but I'm very thankful uh, for it, and it, you know just to share sort of my own little personal story on it. And again, yeah, the the uh, the presenting sponsor of this too is one of our local promotions, West Coast Pro Wrestling. So that's awesome for them to get involved. But sort of uh, just sharing my own personal story. Uh, on this is that uh, The sort of the night before That I got word about this I had gone down to the all pro wrestling Training center uh, To show face and, and welcome some of the new Recruits as they embark on their their Pro wrestling or managing or refereeing journey And just wanted to introduce myself To them and just offer whatever words Of encouragement I could And uh, I was so happy that I, that I went down There it was really inspiring just to see uh, Everyone that showed up Uh, Whether they were there to train or there to just show support to those that were there to train Uh, It was it was really a a nice reminder of just what a great community the pro wrestling community can be Um, And said a few words of encouragement for them and just left feeling really motivated and really inspired And it was it's been on my heart since the end of 2019 since I became the voice of APW That I want to do more uh, With this gig and I want to do more in pro wrestling. It is like I firmly believe in chasing what you're passionate about, and it, it's what I'm passionate about, and it's what I believe that I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, so, you know, I went home feeling very motivated, inspired, and pr- been praying a lot, and about wanting to do more. And sure enough, the next morning, uh, this sort of opportunity began to materialize, and I'm just very thankful to you know Dave Marquez and Levi Shapiro and John Roberts for believing. In me to be a part of this and all The other people along the way and all, all the All the words of support the outreach from People when this came out just like all of the Kind words that they said about me uh, and, and Levi being involved with this It's just uh, it, it means a lot it doesn't go Unnoticed and it's just it was really Really powerful stuff really overwhelming So I'm I'm, I'm super super thankful uh, And it's just it's funny How certain doors open up exactly When they should
0: mm-hmm. So Yeah I mean I think for anyone Listening just you know, good things happen to good people Hard work pays off and Not to say all that kind of that generic type stuff But it's true so
1: bad times don't last But bad guys do or something like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hey yo <laughs>
1: Hey
0: yo chico
1: uh, Before we move on I do want to I do want to plug Stockton con winter it is Vastly approaching January 19th and you guessed it Stockton uh, <laughs> But if you're a wrestling fan I mean it, like first of all there's a lot of crossover between you know nerdy Fandoms and professional wrestling lord knows I'm You know we're both living proof of that uh, But for just the wrestling side I mean you know they Stockton con always brings some top tier wrestling talent Rikishi's gonna be there Kelly Kelly A.K.A. my future wife and Raven is gonna be there
0: Quote the Raven
1: Nevermore. more Yeah, well, that has a lot of meanings now If you're watching NFL football as yeah. well uh, But yeah, so Raven, Rikishi, and Kelly Kelly All going to be Wait, at Stockton
0: Con. You say Kelly Kelly's your wife, future wife What about uh, uh, Kayla Braxton? Yeah, um, I'm going to tell her Maybe I'm Mormon Wow <laughs> so, uh, Wow, look at you
1: But uh, yeah, Sunday, January 19th StocktonCon winter Get out there um, I know Huey and I are going to do our damnedest To be out there as well um, so yeah, let's 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 get it going. Let's make it happen. Um very excited. Mike for be that. Out there? Mike Mike's the one that Mike is Mike Millerick is the mastermind behind StocktonCon.
0: I'll go if I get to put him through a table.
1: Uh, well I'm not sure if that's gonna happen. I think I think I think the deal should be he gets to put you through one. No, he wears his suit and I put him through a table. I'm calling you out, Mike. <laughs> but do yourself a favor, go out to StocktonCon winner. You will not you will not regret it. Hope to see you out there. All right. Now now we have to get down to brass tacks and some maybe of the uh the clickbait for today. There was some uh some drama that materialized in the last forty-eight hours uh between Tessa Blanchard and some other uh female wrestlers uh over some supposed bullying, some supposed slurs that she used. Um and I you know, I, you know as we talked about in our last episode I like to focus on the positive and not so much the negative So Huey and I debated about whether or not to even talk about this mm-hmm. subject um, What I what I will say is that I don't know Tessa Blanchard personally yeah. I don't I don't know any of the parties involved personally mm-hmm. actually um, And you know, so and I wasn't there to to witness any of these things uh, Certainly, I think the more egregious uh, accusation is if she you know was using these racial slurs and, and stuff like that um, You know in pro wrestling this is sort of one of the drawbacks in terms of the lines being blurred is what is You know what is part of If somebody is even trying to make that part of the show or not You know kind of deal and took it too far or what have you I'm not sure I don't know what. What I will comment on is this that I'm willing to give everyone involved the benefit of the doubt t- until more details surface? Um, I saw that Moose came out in support of her, and some, some other people came out in support of Tessa Blanchard. The one, the one thing I will say, true or not, the timing of this is highly suspect. It's mm-hmm. now as we are recording this, uh, Impact Hard to Kill uh, is about to go down. It's the biggest match of Tessa's career, I would argue. You know as she is vying for the impact championship against sammy callahan it's a big moment for her it's a big moment for for women in professional wrestling uh tessa blanchard took to twitter and said you know like let's all try and support one another and then these accusations came out on that tweet Timing is suspect
0: yeah and that's the thing i mean there's kind of a lot to break down right now with this situation is Is first off yeah it's twitter so you're kind of limited on what you can write. And so the people who were making these accusations, it's like a couple sentences. And now the rest of us, the rest the wrestling world is just trying to interpret these sentences, what's real, what's not. Like first off, just out of the gates. Like if she did use these racial slurs, obviously that's not okay. We don't support that. That's that's not okay to do in twenty twenty. Here we are in the new year. But um yeah, the big thing, question is, as you mentioned, the timing of this, these people who are responding to her initial tweet, yeah, the timing of it all, it's like, wow, was was this kind of planned out a little bit? Like, waiting right before the night of, before her biggest event or, or wrestling match of her career. You got to question all that. But, yeah, we we're not there, so we don't know the full situation, how it planned out. If she did use the racial slurs, then, yeah, of course, that sucks. It's not something she should be doing. And But at the same time, I hope however how long ago this was she has learned from that she's yeah. a better person now from it and learned that that's not okay. Also I know there was also accusations of her bullying the yes. locker room. Yes. That,
1: that that's that's the the other part that you know I think you know the, yeah that she bullied people and she held them down or whatever and 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 stuff like that and those are actually things that I've heard before. Yeah. Um and I'll I'll say this again uh, the term bully is thrown around Way way too often uh, mm-hmm. In our society right now um, You know There's a certain aspect of toughen up buttercup But um, You know if, if It's just again the timing is highly Suspect of, of of these Of these accusations to come out and Try and sort of like ruin what Is probably like I think conventional Booking wisdom is that she's probably going to win Yeah uh, and sort of ruin this moment and I think If you you need to look at, it at the, the macro level regardless Of how you feel about Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. and, and maybe What she did to you and Maybe if you don't think That she's the right person For that spot I okay like Valid but look she's the She's the one in this seat Now and I think I, I don't Think there's really any Argument that in terms of Her in-ring bell-to-bell bell, She is very worthy of the Spot that she's earned an Impact and that mm-hmm. she has Worked her ass off whether her personality matches that work ethic Or not she's earned the spot That she's in mm-hmm. um, And that this is a big moment for Women in professional wrestling yeah. And so by doing this You've hijacked the conversation And you're going to overshadow What should be a crowning moment for women In professional mm-hmm. wrestling uh, as, as we sort of try to normalize This spot and now now that's Overshadowed they pulled her from media day And, and everything like that So it's it's that to me is an unfortunate side of it And Again, I don't know any of these people personally So I, I'm really trying to You know, choose my words Carefully here mm-hmm. Because they could be right, maybe Tessa did horrible things Maybe she didn't, I don't know But what I do know is that in the ring Bell to bell, she's earned that spot That she's in And you know, it's it's a big sort of Step forward, another big step Forward in the past few years For women in professional mm-hmm. wrestling Uh, Look sexy star Winning the lucha underground championship From muertes was a huge huge moment uh, For women in professional wrestling It was it had a profound impact on me Watching it sexy star Would then later on get into hot water for You know uh, actually legitimately Trying to hurt another performer in the ring Uh, You know if you If you believe that or you know depending On how what how you feel about how that shook out Given what was reported It sounded pretty gross but it doesn't take away from the fact that what she did before that was very important. Yeah. So I guess I guess that's just sort of what I would caution everyone here is now now it's overshadowed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think just to kind of stress you and I we're trying to be sensitive to this whole subject matter because we know there's potentially a lot of parties involved and you know these does affect people's lives. So we're just trying to analyze based on what we currently know at this moment and listen if she was actually bullying or, or, you know, just hurting people's lives in some capacity, obviously that's not right as well. And But at the same time, like, I, I, I'm I not trying to defend it, but I do know it's been long documented for decades in pro wrestling, the behind-the-scenes politicking politics yes. that goes on as far as, listen, we know in wrestling, some people are able to call their shots more on how their career is planned out or booked out. And so maybe I, when I heard that, that's why I kind of interpret maybe more what was going on. Maybe she was more vocal on how she was booked on matches over the years ago. Like, like I said, this is me just speculating, but that's but maybe if she's actually like you know purposely putting people down in some capacity, of course that sucks and that's not right. I mean that's just that's bad someone's own personal character. And hopefully, but at the same time, hopefully she has learned from that, or at least now maybe this will of be an eye-opening situation for her and maybe her to reevaluate her own character and how she's yeah. being perceived and maybe she, she learns and grows from it.
1: Yeah, well we'll see we'll see how it shakes out, both from the in ring and uh sort of the outside the ring drama perspective of it. But it certainly uh certainly was one of those uh you know, made my 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 eyes widen a little bit. I'm like, oh God, what's what's going on today? She's but, trending like uh oh yeah uh so we'll we'll leave that right there let's get let's get back on the fun bus though Uh wrestle kingdom uh happened you know over the over the past week or or so and uh we, we you know Being we we took our little mini uh mini new year hangover break here <laughs> wanted to, wanted to talk about uh wrestle Kingdom now uh baby healy what did what did you think about wrestle kingdom
0: overall so much fun It's starting to become like a little tradition in our household as far as with my brother and I uh Luckily, I'm in a situation where I was on vacation at the time, so I was able to stay up late both nights because Wrestle Kingdom 14 was two nights this year, so we were able to stay up Friday night, Saturday night, watched both shows in real time, and it was just a really cool experience. So it's like kind of something you and I talked about in the past, like wrestling events, if you're able to kind of get multiple people in a room and kind of enjoy the show together, I think it just makes it a much more fun experience. So, So for my brother and I, we had a lot of fun. We thought... For the most part, all the matches were amazing. And listen, there was a lot of matches to possibly discuss, break down. But overall, so much fun, amazing storytelling, a lot of shocking stuff. And just, uh, it was just, for me, it it just was a reminder, like, how great New Japan Pro Wrestling is as a promotion.
1: Yeah, and you know what? One of the things that I'm always struck by with Wrestle Kingdom, and we talked about this last year, leaving WrestleMania with it being a record length I think I I really I have an affinity for it being a two day event, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think WrestleMania could sort of look at that model as a, as a way of doing things too. I, I think. It's certainly with how much WrestleMania is already a week long thing anyway. Yeah, uh, that I think that's something that they could explore. But yeah, Wrestle Kingdom fourteen was it was a tremendous show. Uh, I think uh, Okada and Ibushi would have to be probably my my personal favorite thing from the whole the whole affair. Uh, but you know, it was they, they did another phenomenal job, and it was it was cool to see uh, how many people were up late watching it and everything like that because I know. I know come February then That y'all can stay up And watch championship wrestling From Hollywood on KGO ABC <laughs> 7 with me and Levi Shapiro then I know y'all Got it in you then so that was That was great to see I'm so excited To see the same amount of tweets About that so I'm Just saying
0: yeah and it was amazing because Like I, I with the time difference So it was it Friday night the pre show Started at 11 and then the main show Started midnight and it went to about like 30 in the morning so it was yeah, like
1: we'll, five, we'll get five. we'll get you out by 230 yeah five plus
0: hours <laughs> no muss no fuss into bed get a week off let's do it again i was so happy the second night saturday night in the sunday it started at 9 p.m our time pre-show main show started at 10 it was done about 2 230 ish in the morning so it was just amazing how many matches over two days but i will say it's like if you had to kind of compare the two i felt like the first night the first half of the first night was a lot of like these big tag matches. Yeah. And um, a lot. the second night was more of like the actual one-on-one matches for specific titles. And so the people that were fighting the second night for a title, some of them were involved in these tag matches on the first night. And so a lot of those tag matches, maybe not big stakes involved. Yeah. But the two people would somehow add to their story leading to their matchup the following night. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool good booking in that sense. But as you say, I mean like I felt like the last like four matches of the first night were just incredible between Moxley Lance Archer even though it was supposed to be Texas Death Match, it was mostly just using chairs and a Tokyo Dome Death Match. <laughs> yes, but like Lance Archer used a plastic bag, like a little small plastic bag on Moxley, but he only used it for a few seconds and then he stopped. I was like, "Well, he thought better. He didn't
1: actually want to, you know, commit murder in front of everybody see." I get it. You know, I've, there's been times where I've wanted to, you know, maybe act out something like, "Yeah, yeah, I like
0: being free." So, but the table spot at the end that was very yeah. cool. And, but but Moxley. Winning the U.S. title, which well, yeah. which we can lead to maybe the AEW yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's but,
1: something that I definitely want to talk about. That was
0: interesting. I was like, oh, my God, he won. Juice Robinson and Finley won the tag titles, uh, um, which was like, okay, is that setting up because Juice Robinson and Moxley were fighting the second night. So a lot of people were thinking, ooh, could Juice Robinson win two titles in the one weekend Come the second night, Moxley defeated Juice Robinson, so he retained the U.S. title. Um, But yeah, yeah, I I think the the, the, another thing that I don't want to gloss over
1: is uh, you know I think one of the really cool things from Wrestle Kingdom 14 uh, was. The end of jushin thunder liger's career and all the love and support that was coming out for his long career I'm not gonna lie and act like I was like the biggest jushin thunder liger mark in the world But I always appreciated what he brought, you know watching him in wcw was when I first sort of became really familiar with him first episode night. Yeah, and you know and Just seeing how long and how uh, just how prolific his career was and it was a really cool way for him to go out and it just was it was, it was, it was cool to see all that support online and just it, All these pro wrestlers just how profound an impact he had
0: yeah, I mean next to the hashtag was a WK njwk 14. I think like the second tweet most used hashtag was Thank You Liger Yeah, but I was a little a little bum like I thought okay. He's wrestling both nights he was I thought maybe he was going to win the first night and then lose the second cuz you know when you go out and rest and you go, go out, out on your back. back yeah but I was surprised he lost both nights I was just a little shocked by that Hey I, I, I think that's how he would want it you yeah, know and, and it's probably and, his call
1: Yeah and so I and I, th- and I think it was the right call but it was it was it was very cool uh to see all of that and um you know, and the other thing, obviously, with with Naito now having two belts, and then the Kenta stuff at the end. So yeah, very w-
0: interesting stuff. I was just gonna say it was just cool, like that first night, Liger's match. It was like a bunch of the older wrestlers, like I think from his peers. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. And then the second night it was like old school versus the new school. Yeah, he lost, but uh, Will Osprey versus uh, uh, Takahashi. That match was, I mean, I mean, just the storyline of Takahashi breaking his neck. Last yeah. over a year and a half ago now But if, yeah I'm just so happy To see him wrestling yeah
1: you know Because there's some scary stuff like you said And so for him to be back and performing At that level was great uh, so Yeah overall Wrestle Kingdom 14 I think Was a home run mm-hmm. uh, Jericho Man <laughs> Jericho Fantastic stuff
0: he did the frog splash, yes. like you know, in honor of Eddie Guerrero. Yep. And, and, and but him and Tanahashi, it was like a barn burner, like back and forth.
1: Yeah, I, I and I thought they had a great match. I, yeah. I, I really did. I, I I thought I thought that was that was one of my
0: favorites of the whole ordeal. Just Okada, both night his his, his outfit he came to the ring with, kind of like the whole show behind it. Yeah. Um. I mean, Jay White and Naite uh, Naite to the first night, just the storytelling of like attacking his legs and. But then the second night, Naito winning uh, the Intercontinental title Coming the ring with Okada and staring down And then the carry over the next night Naito just yeah. losing Okada two years ago yes, And then losing the, the IWGP title Was it six, seven years ago? So to come full circle, be double champion now it, it sucks because Okada is like the most popular guy in New Japan But Naito is so loved as well And just for him to now have both titles I think it's a great... I'm excited for 2020. Very
1: sort of Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy yeah. Savage esque kind of deal,
0: or Ultimate Warrior Hogan as well.
1: But um, I, I do want to talk about something we alluded to, and that is the whole New Japan Pro Wrestling AEW maybe talent sharing uh, idea. And that that was one thing before before even Jericho did his like post match interview and stuff like that that just were sort of on my mind. It's like, look, the I think the the thing about it is, is that. New Japan Pro Wrestling doesn't have a TV deal right now in the United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, AEW has a somewhat compared to others shallow roster. So this to me, Wrestle Kingdom 14, maybe my biggest takeaway is that I think that the working relationship between the two companies is going to be pretty strong because I think they need each other. Uh, and, And I think that there's a sort of a mutually beneficial aspect to this is that, you know, uh, using New Japan talent on AEW Dynamite will raise, you know, sort of the visibility of the New Japan product, and it will help fill out the roster of AEW. And, you know, I think a lot of guys, like I think Kenny Omega, still has a heart for New Japan Pro mm-hmm. Wrestling. So if he wants to go over there and work and do some stuff, I, I, I just I see it as a very good thing for both companies.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know all the details, but I know like the Young Bucks or whoever, some of them. Have a little mixed feelings right now with New Japan Because I don't know just how their contracts all Ended and just how that Initial relationship ended and so I don't know if it was on such good terms But I would Like to think time enough time Has passed maybe those wounds have healed yeah But also come on it's a business you have To look at it at the end of the day it's a business AEW Let's see was it this first episode Post Wrestle Kingdom they crushed It in the ratings And I'm sure for them, they want to keep that momentum going. So maybe if there's a way they can tap into New Japan more. And maybe not every week New Japan is on with them, but every once in a while, kind of like maybe like an all-star matchup fantasy booking. It yeah, makes I, sense. I think, I
1: think it'll help their pay-per-views too. If, yeah. if, they, if they can have some sort of crossover stuff on their pay-per-views. It just, it just makes too much sense. And it was something that you and I have talked about and a lot of people sort of... Thought it would be anyway when AEW was first announced that they would have Some sort of talent brokering deal I do think that there were some sort of Hurt feelings with the exodus of All of their top you know Foreign stars leaving Pretty much all at once hurts you know Mm. Like no, no doubt about it but Now it's sort of as things are Settling in And like you said, you know, time heals all wounds kind of deal. This just from a business aspect makes too much sense for both companies involved, in my
0: opinion. Well, and the other thing, too, you got to think about it is a couple things. One, AEW has not have shows on the West Coast yet. New Japan, when they do come to the U.S., the most of the time it's on the West Coast. It's just from a travel standpoint, it makes it easy. So maybe that's the benefit of us as fans here on the West Coast. Maybe when AEW comes to the West Coast, it maybe needs some help. Selling seats or tickets maybe they can get the new japan involvement somehow or the la dojo I know they're trying to get new japan usa going this year. So yeah, maybe there's all like a working synergy right there But also keep in mind like ring of honor. I know new japan's current Deal has been with ring of honor for a while now but Ring of honor has been up and down correct for a while now So maybe it might be a good time to distance themselves from that and maybe take on AEW.
1: Yeah, and I don't think there's and this is no disrespect to Ring of Honor or anything like that, but AEW's on TNT. Yeah. The A AEW is the one that's mentioned in the same breath as WWE now. Not saying that they're competitor or neck and neck or whatever. Not not saying that. But in terms of the number two promotion in the United States, it's AEW. So that that that's just the that's just the facts. You so know-
0: well, and also with TNT, it's under the Turner, yes, uh, Warner, you know, just umbrella of everything. So you kind of tap into that whole market, that medium of as far as the broadcasting side of things, as far as social media. Yeah, it's all clout. That stuff.
1: It, 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 there's a lot of clout there. So I think it makes total sense. It's exciting because that that was that was the main thing that uh, as as I saw sort of the fallout shakeout from Wrestle Kingdom, I was like, this really makes sense for for both for both promotions. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it, and I, I think I think it's I, I think it's gonna be really good.
0: I'm just curious because if New Japan, if they appear on AEW like Dynamite or the pay per views, it's still not a uh, New Japan exclusive show. Maybe they can work out they get their own hour time slot, maybe another day in the week or a YouTube type show. I, dark. I, I,
1: please, no more.
0: <laughs> I mean, no it's
1: more. This be so there's, much. To there's, too, there's too much to watch already as it is. No, they can just fit in on the show.
0: It's fine. Just it's totally incorporate fine. them. It's but fine. Yeah, be, how great would it be Kenny Omega versus Okada yeah. again at like a double or nothing or an all out two or whatever it is. Yeah, that could be Absol- awesome.
1: Absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, we're going to talk about, of course, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, all that good stuff. But I, I wanted, to, I wanted to single out this this segment uh, just because our, our guy John Morrison. Uh, Made his return to WWE TV Outside of uh, my future wife Caleb Braxton's The Bump but actually Within storyline on WWE TV uh, on Smackdown uh, Two well I guess two episodes ago now uh, Was his was his First return and uh, You listening to the show Know that we we love John and uh, We think he's an incredible performer Um I did not love uh, how how they uh, debuted John Morrison here. I, in in fact, I, I would say you'd be hard pressed to find a less auspicious re-debut for a major superstar. Uh, it, it, I, I I was I was baffled at, at the decision that they made. That how John Morrison first is put back on WWE TV is fifteen seconds. Of him coming out of the Miz's locker room being like, Miz doesn't want to talk Yeah That was it, folks (laughs) That is how they landed their splash free agent And how they decided to re-debut him on WWE TV Is coming out of the Miz's locker room And saying the Miz doesn't want to talk
0: Well, do you think he should appear at Royal Rumble or
1: I think that anything else that they could have decided probably would have been better. He probably could have revealed himself to be the gobbledygooker and it would it would have been better than this. I, I just I just was stunned at sort of the almost lack of thought uh put into what it, it's like it was like an instant cool-off. Because again, it was 15 seconds. It was a really awkward 15 seconds too, and it just it made no sense. If you if you're gonna you know we talked about this I would rather see him be feuding with the miz Considering it was the miz that essentially beat his ass out of the company uh, You know all those years ago i'm sure i'll um, get to that it, again It doesn't matter Because we're because we're starting off with them being together okay and That's that's a fine call if you're going to go that way it's not it's not The one that i would have made but i get it because they were a tag team uh, You know and there's limited spots on the card for one-on-ones and everything Like that however i would not debut him coming out of the Miz's locker room giving away That they are back together again essentially Have him show up out of the crowd Tease that he's going to attack them is And then help him beat down Kofi Should that be the route that you want them to go Uh, It it is also I think Highly dubious to re-debut him As a heel because I think anybody coming Back has a certain amount of cachet and goodwill built up in them that the fans want to Cheer them Mm -hmm. uh, in their return But if that's the route you're going to Go I certainly think Beating down the new day is a good way to get heat On you but don't 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 spoil it by having him just pop out of the dude's locker room again. Like I I, I just you haven't him, have him come out as a surprise tease tease that he's going to attack the Miz and, and then have him attack Kofi and help help the Miz get
0: the heat. Well, let's go back even a few weeks. I mean, what was it? Was it November or begin December? They like just social media. Hey, he resigned. Yeah. it's Like, OK, that kind of takes the element of surprise out like I, I feel like in wrestling you could still make a return in the ring somehow and then follow it up with all the social media posts and all that stuff like look who's back and then he did the bump which I am not saying the show like he shouldn't do the show, show is but great he should do that the show, show. Is the, best.
1: It's the best show that WWE puts out
0: there <laughs> after he comes
1: back watch the bump everybody soon to be spin-off show is uh WWE's baby bump starring me and Caleb Raxton. I,
0: gonna, I, I go But I'm saying he could do his interview... I on love the, you, Kayla. <laughs> ...do his interview on the bump after he makes his in-ring return. Like, all this stuff come after the fact. Yeah, That's why the, like, the,
1: the, the WWE has made a choice given all these shows that they have, like backstage and everything like that, that they have to feed that beast. So to feed like the segments of like breaking news for backstage they have to sort of spoil themselves. I agree with you. I I, I think we know too, I think we we know too much uh, yeah.
0: uh, about things. I don't want to know when wrestlers contracts are up. I like being surprised. Well that's what I'm saying like what you said the storyline as far as he comes out to the crowd is he going to attack the miz for like 8 years later? Exactly. Instead, he turns and beats up to helps be up the new day. Great. And then follow up with a social media post Oh yeah no he, doubt, he yeah. resigned. And then the following week appears on the bump Like let that completely, be the domino completely
1: effect agree. Completely agree But they've, they've chosen This sort of throw in the towel That like people are just going to find out about it anyway um, Well he was
0: also posting on social Like he was working out at the performance center Yeah last but he month.
1: but like let's say if they, if they told him Not to do that he wouldn't do that Yeah
0: well and it was already announced he was back in exactly, WWE exactly. So I'm sure for him he's like Alright it's open game now yeah. yes. But, yeah, I'm just saying, like, the element of surprise, I miss that. Like, just going back to the Attitude Era, it was always great to see someone on Nitro. Then maybe, like, a month later or a couple months later, they surprise and show up yeah. on Raw. It's like, oh, my God, that that guy, that person has switched teams and is now, and this is before the Internet. So that element of surprise was crucial, and that was part of must-see TV. You never knew who was going to be there, who could show up.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And look, I'm I'm thrilled for John. I hope we get a return of the dirt sheet. Uh that that's that that to me, you know, in talking to Krista Joseph a couple years ago, who is uh one of the producers of that, and he is now back with WWE after a very short stint with MLW, uh so you know, I would I would love to see a return of the dirt sheet. Uh that those segments were money. Uh, and it really was the f- some of the early times that we really got to see both the Miz and Morrison's personality really shine And it's a different sort of setup than your usual Piper's pit knockoff uh, type in-ring show Yeah, so I-, I-, I would love to see a return of that uh, I- I'm I'm throw for him because it looks like they're gonna be in a tag team title feud with the new day which look the new day uh, were some of the biggest stars of the of the past decade certainly mm-hmm. the past half decade yeah Um. And so that it's you know in spite of it not being an auspicious usage at the start uh, He is going to be looks like catapulted into a tag team title feud right out of the gun here, which is great uh, I I do think I, I want to see John hoist some singles gold though Uh, Coming up, I think at Royal Rumble given that they're feuding with the New Day you have them both uh, on the outside of the ring. They've both gone over the top and are trying to re enter the ring. And they have a little, like, mini uh, sort of almost spot for spot feud on the outside of the ring as they try and re enter the Royal Rumble. Him and
0: Kofi? Him and Kofi. Yeah, because yeah, Kofi's yeah.
1: the one that stole that from John. Yeah. So John was the originator
0: of that. So that's what I would like to see. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is I think by Morrison being back, it's kind of helped elevate Miz a little bit. Because. As a baby face, he was like okay. Kind yeah. of lost a little maybe heat to him as far as or or, or an. I ed- always edge. Pre- I always prefer Miz as a heel. Yes,
1: I I do think that he showed uh, some pretty good baby face uh, machismo. Uh, you know, in this in this most recent baby face run. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess that's the other thing about it too is that he's coming off a deeply personal sort of thing with the fiend. And now he's just back to being a heel again So it's like you're utilizing the man's family And all this stuff it's like super personal To him and then you're just gonna do an about face Like yeah but boo this guy Even even though the fiend was just in his house Like you know like threatening his family
0: But at the same time what I'm saying is For Morrison to return with the Miz It kind of gives Miz something to do now Because I felt before the fiend uh, Angle He was just kind of floating around as a Babyface but not a lot of action for him. So now with him and Morrison, I think it gives him something to do. Even though I think Miz in the IC title scene has always been like his strongest avenue for him. But him and Morrison for tag titles, it kind of elevates it something fresh and it gives new day, potentially new opponents. And I'm sure this is going to lead to a match at Royal Rumble. Who knows if it'll carry on even through maybe Mania itself. I mean, if, as far as like a rematch goes. So I think for the next couple months, this could be great for Big E, Kofi, Morrison, Miz yeah, involved. You know,
1: you know what I would do. I again, I actually wouldn't have them have a match at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would do what I was suggesting with the, like the sort of the elimination spot steal. have Morrison cost Kofi's like attempt to get back into the ring. Yeah, and then have it be that that's where New Day puts the title on the lines at WrestleMania. Keep, yeah, don't have them touch. You know, in a mm-hmm. match proper until WrestleMania, that's, the, a, that's a gra- that's a great WrestleMania match. New, yeah. New, New Day versus Miz Morrison. That that's for the tag championships. That's a that's a WrestleMania quality matchup. I
0: mean, that's four big stars that can eat up one of the matches at Mania, and that way you don't get the burnout factor. Yes, exa- exactly, exactly. That, that's my main thing. I think sometimes <laughs> these feuds last too long or too many pay per views in a row. That by the time you get to that third maybe blow off match, it's just like, well, it's okay. it's
1: one of the things that AEW is doing really well. You know, across the board, but especially with with Cody and MJF, is that idea that you have to earn that matchup, mm-hmm. and that 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 sort of idea that you don't just get the match because you have a personal issue. You know, maybe the other guy doesn't want to have it, and you have to sort of entice them or or what have you, kind mm-hmm. of deal. So uh, that's something I definitely appreciated uh, on the heels of NXT UK Takeover Blackpool two. Uh, Triple H was doing his Q&A And he was asked about the rumored Possible in-ring returns of Edge and Page Uh, Triple H was talking, you know, sort of You know, wasn't denying that there's potential there I was saying, of course, obviously obviously It comes down to sort of the medical prognosis of that And if the competitor is willing Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a lot of rumors surrounding Edge Possibly making an in-ring return Some people saying he'll You know be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble and everything like that We we haven't talked about that yet. I mean, what do do you think about a potential edge return?
0: Well Of course from a star power It would be great to see edge back someone that we all knew his career was cut a little bit short due to injury So you kind of feel for the purse and you sympathize with them Thinking it just sucks that there probably was so many more great matches in them, but due to some injury they're not able to fulfill that. And you you just feel bad for anyone that career is cut short because of not only for them, probably it, they are true fans of wrestling. And I'm sure they want to keep doing it for as long as they can. But us as fans, we lose out an opportunity to see more matches out of them. But at the end of the day, you got to look at the the health side of things. Long term, what's their... Is it what is it going to cost them down the road? I mean, yeah. there's so many factors involved and here, and
1: that's what Triple H was was saying. I think, for, for whatever reason, I'm I'm almost like less surprised about the Edge return, and would be more surprised to see the Page return. Just because I think it's more recent, and they were so right on top of one another, like the injuries that she sustained and everything. It just it just hers just seemed almost scarier. Now I know the details of the Edge's injuries are very scary and it's very serious. Obviously, that's why. He retired and has stayed retired Mm -hmm. Um, But you know once upon a time uh, We thought Daniel Bryan Would never step back in the ring again too Once upon a time again And this is the one for me I never thought that Shawn Michaels would step back in the ring again After his career ending back injury Mm -hmm. Turn around he had the most Incredible second act of his career Than than anybody in the business Mm -hmm. Certainly anybody would have thought that he could have had after Being forced to the sidelines Mm -hmm. So We've seen it before, so it would it would be. I mean, I would be so thrilled for Edge and Page, given that they're healthy and able to do this safely, and that it would not affect them long term in their personal lives after wrestling.
0: It'd be it's very interesting. Well, you yeah, look at the situation like okay, Daniel Bryan, who's probably more recent for people to understand. You had the serious neck injury, and was there some concussions involved as well? If I remember yeah. correctly, it was just a bunch of stuff. At the time, yeah, the doctors from WWE said they evaluated him and said, no, it's not in your best interest to keep wrestling. If you do, X, Y, Z is going to happen to you and and your life will be in very much bad shape. Yeah. And, of course, WWE, they got to rely on these doctors because they're liable one way or the other, how someone's career goes. And Daniel Bryan was told, yeah, you can't wrestle for us. And so he had to retire and then, of course, you know, jump ahead a couple of years. Like, I know he was working out, doing a lot of experimental, like, was not he like doing, like, those tubes? Treatment, or, yeah. Yeah, treatment, all these different things, trying to figure out ways to heal his body to get back there. And he was constantly getting retested. And I know other promotions were interested. And apparently he has said at the time that other people were willing to... Offer him work and by their standards He was cleared.
1: Well yeah that's the thing Triple H talked about in this video too is that no one No company has higher standards medically To get cleared than the WWE in professional wrestling And that makes sense. They're a publicly traded company Mm -hmm. They're the Disney of pro wrestling You know they're not going to have You know somebody on their Watch become paralyzed in the ring If if they can help it. You know obviously it's Pro wrestling and accidents happen and everything like That so uh, I I just I think man it's 2020 and we're looking at a potential Edge return to the ring. It's 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 bizarre. Right? It's exciting, though.
0: Well, it makes me wonder, has Edge maybe been following some of the treatment paths that Daniel Bryan was doing? And who knows? Maybe some of these people whose careers were cut short, they see a Daniel Bryan, and that's like the new standard yeah. of how to maybe potentially get back into the ring. Because, you know, in the moment when, when they were retiring, yeah, their body was effed up. But then jump ahead a few years get some treatment maybe things heal in their favor and they can reevaluate their situation and Be like, okay, I can maybe give it another go the, th- the thing
1: I will say in terms of I would I'm more I'm hope I hope more for Paige that she's able to do it Edge had a full career. Yes a- edge edge was a world champion edge edge did all these things WrestleMania after WrestleMania page is still so young. Yeah And had such a bright future And look And she accomplished a lot In that short period of time She's a hall of famer In her own right But To have it taken away from her At such a young age So abruptly um, Given everything That she has gone through And how she was raised And everything like that That's a bitter pill Yeah Um, And I'm, I'm hopeful Not to say that I don't want Edge to be healthy enough To return to the ring But I would I just I would be even happier for Paige because of her youth Mm -hmm. and because it was it was really robbed from her.
0: Well, and the other thing too with Paige, my only concern is because I remember after like her most recent surgery, it was reported like her even though she's what twenty something mid twenties, her neck is in a state of like a sixty year old or I heard that number. Yeah. Um, So that's what just my only concern is, even if she's been getting treatment in the last like year and a half. Like how much has that really helped to kind of strengthen that neck to make it able for her to maybe have like a long term return? Yeah,
1: the human body is powerful thing. Yeah, and Which so is DDP yoga, and that's what I want to talk about next because we're we're gonna get into AEW and everything like that. But DDP is gonna be making his return to the ring on AEW. Uh, I I I I'm a DDP mark. I'm thrilled to to see this. I hope he can. Like, I, I, I would be all for a DDP just in-ring return in general. He's uh, like
0: 60-something. It's, it's pro wrestling, baby, Huey. Oh, yeah, you got to get some young guy to do all the work.
1: It's pro wrestling, not DDP yoga. He's in better shape now than he was when he was, you know, escaping through the crowd after he diamond cutters Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. <laughs> With the, the body wrap on his <laughs> that's stomach. That's right, yeah. Like, it, that's all I ever think about is DDP in 97, DDP 98. DDP is in the best shape of his career. Uh, so I, I I'm very excited for for Diamond Dallas Page. Maybe that's how Edge and Page are gonna get back to the ring too. DDP Yoga, DDP Y, whatever. <laughs> uh, the yoga. I thought it was ain't your mama's yoga, but I, I I am stoked for this. I mean, I think he's gonna get beat down and probably everything like that, but. Man, just like with Ken Shamrock and Impact, I'm here for this man. But like, <laughs> give him to me every week, baby. He's, I'm he,
0: sentimental. He's tagging up with Dustin, right? So who would have thought Dustin is not the old guy in the ring? Dude,
1: Dustin, you know why Dustin's still wrestling? DDPY, baby. It's, it's life-changing. But, but
0: I know AJ, Jericho, all these people endorse it fully. I mean, look at Scott Hall, Jake the Snake, all that. But
1: I, I guess the thing for me, and like why I'm so excited about this DDP news is because like he did not get a fair shake In WWE and I know yeah. you know when he came on With us he talked about how he was very loyal to WWE so like there's that aspect that's Like oh you know like I'll do whatever Cody wants But I'm a WWE guy well fast forward <laughs> here, here we are, yeah, here, we are. Wow. here we are But I, I, His run in WWE from a character And a treatment aspect to me Was never befitting who Diamond Dallas Page was in WCW Which was he was one of their Tippy tippity tippity top Guys uh, and you know He comes in with the stalker gimmick on the And look I get that's a prominent spot But it was so completely counter To yep. everything the Diamond Dallas Page character Was that he was the motivational speaker Guy with Christian and I get that that's who he is In his real life and I love Positively Page like he, Honestly like reading his book and like listening to him To talk has it, helped Me in my life but I never felt like we really got the feel the bang DDP in WWE and so it's like to me it's almost like there's like some stuff in the basement
0: unfinished business Yeah, so well, I'm excited. Yeah, of course. I want to be excited too But like you gotta think about I mean how many guys who came over from WCW got the shaft? Yeah, a I lot mean, of them. that's a whole nother story we could discuss but uh, yeah, I'm with you his time at WCW. He was like the one guy that never went to the NWO and I love that He was the one we cheered for overcoming all the odds Because even think about sting like we all thought sting was gonna be that guy and then was Starcade 97 or 98 wherever and it was kind of a Flub and then he eventually joined the wolf pack. I mean all that. Yeah DDP was always the number one guy you can count on to Carry on that fight, that WCW flag, raise it up, challenge the NWO, and overcome the odds. Him and Goldberg, oh God, now that was such good times. Yeah, but, but yeah, for him in the ring, I, I I will admit my one little bump thing. I I love Seaman Dynamite. It's great, DDP, TNT, it all goes together. But when he comes to the ring The music that he has It's not the Self High five Yeah I know change, Hey man but the, time, the, the Times Nirvana. have changed so it's, You know it's 20 years ago I know but it's like I love his theme song Cause it's I Nirvana agree. Smells like teen spirit Like a, but a, a listen, Copy I'll, version
1: I'll trade if it means Losing his old His old theme song To see him on TV uh, I, I'm I'm here for it And I think Man if he can still go Just be back already Dude they, Like he's He's Listen He, he I think will get over and, and I'm not saying this is going to be a regular thing. I I think I think, I think odds are it's probably a one-off. But it's our show. Damn it, dare to dream. Uh, and, and I think if he does come back, listen, there is nobody that's a better self-promoter or promoter in general than Diamond Dallas Page. He he like he has a way about him. It's why he's such a great motivational speaker. Like he's done all the ESPN tours and everything before. He can. He will really help, I think, promote AEW if he is an active in-ring competitor. And so I wouldn't put it past him. I hope he acquits himself well. I hope he's got. I hope. I hope the crowd pops their balls off for him. And I hope. I hope he gets that. I hope he gets that itch to do. it. He's like, man, yeah, I, I could do this. You know, a couple times a month. You know, maybe? use me sparingly. Maybe he'll be. You know, I, I. I don't know,
0: but I'm. I'm for it, man. I'm. I'm for it. Well, I kind of wish maybe he should be Cody's. Manager or head of the Nightmare family instead of Arn Anderson. Well, well, that's a whole other story to discuss. But anyway, I wonder, yeah, if, will he diamond cut all of them in the ring? Like, oh, was it MJF's crew or whoever he's taking on next week? So bash at the beach next week, right? It's yeah, leading up to Jericho's cruise. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. okay, DDP, TNT, Bash at the Beach. It's like, whoa. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it is very much so the Jumanji meme. Uh, but what what did you think about the rest of AEW this week? It was amazing. I, like I know I I said earlier, like from a rating standpoint, they crushed. it They were like about a million all throughout the night. But I think for the most part, what I like about Dynamite versus and I mean, I'll throw out there with NXT because. Obviously the Wednesday night wars currently Dynamite you get you still get a little bit of something different each segment you get like the tag matches You get different type of characters you get the main event stuff. I mean obviously Jericho Moxley the inner circle stuff was awesome And I mean the women's matchup that whole segment was just very convoluted too much going on and just these characters are not That's a whole nother issue, but I just like that. You're getting something different in every segment so it just shows kind of the diverse flavors Dynamite's offering while NXT I think NXT all their matches It's kind of like a little bit of the same formula all throughout the night and I think that's kind of Maybe one issue since they all you know work out of the performance center. They all kind of follow the same formula They're all created in the same factory NXT at times is kind of following too much of the same thing throughout the night and maybe I don't know, I wish, like, NAC would do maybe more backstage promos or backstage segments or kind of just expanding their universe a little bit. I feel like it's a little just too much in the ring and not, like, around maybe full sail and kind of just building up, like, these elements, like backstage segments and uh, maybe some uh, confrontations outside the ring. Just kind of – I miss some of that stuff. Like, I'm going back to maybe, like – Back when they were just on the network only and like, you know, EC3 and and Velveteen Dream. I was thinking about that, too. Yeah, you know, at the pool and all that stuff. like some of that stuff and more backstage stuff. I think they're really focusing more on these like in ring promos and kind of that's NXT is still a phenomenal wrestling show. It's Yeah, I,
1: I, I think NXT is the best wrestling show mm-hmm. on their outside of the bump. Uh, I, I think NXT is is the best.
0: <laughs> Love you, Kayla. But, um, but I mean, of course. Uh, what else on Dynamite this recent? So be mean, so good to you, MJ, MJF. It's just, it's just, uh, 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 I'm trying to think. What else was there? It was uh, Lucha, um, uh, Jungle Boy and all that? I mean, there, there's so much going on. And I, I, I think like to the, me, oh, uh, Kenny Omega and Paige Yeah, absolutely. Page, kind of like their little. Relationship is kind of going sour right Fracturing now. slow yeah. burn heel turn for
1: Cowboy s Adam page uh, I enjoyed that I Thought AEW was really good this week I, I Think uh, the the main, the segment with Moxley and the inner circle came off Really really well Jericho's killing it Moxley's really killing it sort of in This weird tweener role that now I mean There's no doubt that he's going to be The 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 baby face against uh, you know Jericho's sort of uh, Heal um, I, I thought that was all good and listen I am not the biggest fan necessarily of the roster that is in the inner circle uh, It's 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 an eclectic mix, but I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt and I think overall it's I think it's exceeded Expectations just given the fact that it's like man Sam uh Jake Hager, you know, it's inter- I by the way I I'm a huge this, for those of you that don't know me personally my ultimate childhood hero from the baseball side is frank thomas aka the big hurt So like I crack up every time I hear hager referred to as the big hurt It just it just <laughs> makes me laugh so much in a good way Uh, so I, I appreciate that. Um, but I thought that moxley segment was was awesome Uh, he he is just on fire. Uh, y- you know, and I I think they've done a really good job of capitalizing On who he is and slingshotting him into like, you know, really being this top guy, you know, because he was an up and down the card guy with WWE. He was certainly he was former champion. He was a main eventer and stuff like that. But I don't think anyone would really argue that for a good portion of his time, he was always treated as the third member in the Shield.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, but,
1: yeah, yeah, But AEW and, and Moxley, they've really done a good job of presenting him as a big-time star, and
0: that, that they should be
1: commended for that, and he's proven himself to be a big-time star.
0: And I also like that they AEW said the start of the new calendar year, everyone's record is, is, like, wiped clean, and it's a fresh start. So now, as you see, like, on the bottom screen, it has, like, the 2020 record and then their overall record against their time in AEW so I think for Moxley When originally the storyline last year with Kenny Omega, he was kind of like this outsider not getting fair treatment Not seen as one of their own properly like they're more concerned about other people. I think now that's the The new turning the leaf for him this year is like he's now the guy that's going to be taking out uh, the, the inner circle or work against them and so I'm excited yeah. to see that. And it's just amazing if you think about it. In that segment, Moxley and Jericho, two of the big AEW stars, were the ones who had big performances in New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. So, which I thought was cool. Jericho had the AEW title yes. with him in his match at, at New Japan. And I think that, that, again, speaks to the just the mutually beneficial relationship between the two. I just kind of wonder. I was wishing Moxley would come out with the U.S. title, the IW, yeah. IWGP. But I get it. It's probably nothing is- it's more Sensitive in, yeah. it going that direction yeah.
1: Than the other um, But yeah I, I really like that I think the Cody MJF stuff continues to be Really really enticing uh, I, I am looking forward to Seeing their them finally get in the Ring together like I, I just have really Enjoyed that feud I know we talked about It before but uh, that promo Where Cody starts you know throwing all of his Possessions into the ring, it's like do whatever you Want like it's just it's just been really good It's been different and kudos to them for finding a creative way To write him out of the title picture While still keeping him in a prominent feud You know, and mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I like it a lot
0: And that's the thing, I, I think also It's, everyone's busy Now, Jericho, Moxley MJF, Rhodes, Omega, Page. They all have issues too yeah.
1: They're not just having matches for the sake of Having matches uh, And and that's Well the that's match cool.
0: is the last resort to resolve yes. This confrontation, which is what ultimately wrestling is all about like yeah. good storytelling but i think for for cody it's kind of like he's on this um journey yeah to the end battle the last boss is mjf but to get there he has to kind of jump these hoops so uh i'm all like for it. it
1: yeah i like it all right monday night raw brock lesnar will be in the royal rumble even though he's already a champion um he's entering at number 1 cuz that's a thing i i it feels weird uh, but it feels like, I don't know, not a, well, he's box office. Yeah. So announcing that is like, he's going to be in it and he's going to be a number one. So let's see what he I, I mean, it's an interesting idea. What did you think about it?
0: I, 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 okay. They have not said anything as far as the titles on the line. So there's not a situation of like the 92 SummerSlam or, or, or Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns one. It's not that it just sounds like okay He's bored so he wants to go out there and prove That he wants to dominate against the entire Roster yeah so he's going in number One which is interesting I guess like why oh, they trying to updo uh, Ric Flair at number three <laughs> Like well, Sean won at number one true But I'm just saying like But for Brock I mean you know, just, you're just trying to Sean won it yeah one Trying to add Brock one <laughs> One oh, <won. laughs> Ichiban but
1: anyway, It says with Brock I think I think somebody else did too, but his name escapes
0: me. Continue, <laughs> keep going. But uh, but I think for Brock, <laughs> it's, uh, for Brock, I'm, I I think what's gonna happen is I I don't think he's gonna win. I think it's more someone's gonna eliminate him, and whoever is that person is gonna be his opponent for WrestleMania. Samoa Joe, baby. I'm. Yeah. I, 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 although I was, he's,
1: I mean, he's locked in this this feud with with Seth and the AOP and stuff mm-hmm. like that but I I think you know we've talked about it before but I really think that Joe can be that number one babyface for WWE because of his presentation he a lot of times you know again apologies for being repetitive but when they turn a guy babyface it like cuts their balls off you know they <laughs> they they just they They become a shell of what Got them over with the people you know Promo wise especially but Joe Is the best guy on the mic in the company not Named Caleb Braxton so Like he he can still Be true to himself still get himself over On the microphone uh, And I think he can be that Guy to dethrone Brock Uh, Should they should they want to dethrone Brock I don't know if they want to do I don't know if he's had A long enough title reign in this iteration yet For them to want to dethrone him Um but I, I definitely could see Joe being that guy and could be the, the, you know, even at his age, being sort of like the face of Monday Night Raw with that championship. Well, I'm just thinking, I uh, I would like to see it. I don't know if they're going to because he seems embroiled with with Seth Rollins and everything right now, like and that that could carry over into WrestleMania.
0: Well, so Joe, I I kind of lean more towards Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins as if if anything, a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Joe's just kind of the bystander who's just been Helping out yeah that's why I'm kind of Thinking more towards that I I, I mean I wonder if it's gonna This three on th- well it was big show This week the surprise third Opponent which by what do you the think? way yeah
1: By the way and like, like when I think about it I was like oh this Is a moment where they wish Braun Strowman was on Monday Night Raw so he could have been the third guy In that team or whatever Man I and I love big Show he's a legend he's a hall of famer soon to Be but that just did not pop me in the in the slightest. Nope i I was like, all right, because he didn't have a match. I popped to pop more for Kane. Like a Kane return would have been great. I mean he he hasn't wrestled at all in 2019, so it's like Undertaker. They, that would have been a great spot for Undertaker. Yeah, I mean a Big Show though, just like a Big Show return. Just I was like, was
0: flat. Yeah, I was like. God. I love the guy, and, and I, guess I guess they just he got to promote a show or something like that. And just so he has that stat of wrestling, what, in four decades now? 90s, 00s, 2010s, now 2020. So yeah. it, it's really more of like uh Just like Vince Carter in the NBA. <laughs> yes, I know, right? <laughs> but crazy. I, I, but yeah, it's just—I'm like, okay, cool, good for him, but I'm, I'm with you. It's just like, that's all you got? Like, I mean— I don't know. Yeah, Goldberg could have been a better choice. Well,
1: Goldberg would have been a, would have been huge. But, I mean, like, yeah, that was just a head scratcher to me. But uh, then we have the continuing Lashley, Lana, Rusev stuff. I, it is so bad. We haven't even talked about, like, the Liv Morgan thing and the yeah, wedding. It's, Lashley, just like, yeah. it, it's just like, what? This
0: is one of the worst storylines in recent memory. I know, but you got to think about it, I guess. People know it's so bad, so bad it's good. It's like that Jerry Springer effect that people are just gonna tune is in. Is it s- though? I mean, did you watch the whole thing? I watched it all in real, t- or real time thinking, how back in this game? Dude, you know,
1: I've never, it's so bad though that you have actual WWE performers commenting on how bad it is on social media. Like or Elias, it, this like, week on A- Elias talking about it, Cody, uh, Cody, Corey Graves, my future wife, Kayla Braxton. They've all
0: they've all come out to just be like if I could never see this again, it would be too soon But that's the thing. Maybe they were told to post that the fans read that and they're like, let me see for myself How oh, bad it is it's so awful yeah. And like I get that it's like them in a main
1: event spot and everything like they're getting tons of TV time It's so cringy and just not good that yeah. it does feel almost intentional. You're right Like the rusev like on the chroma key thing just, beach. Like being so lighthearted and stupid
0: and then all of a sudden being super serious at the very end Well, it's just like where's this gonna end? What's the end game in all of this? Just because I feel like, okay, is Rusev finally going to defeat Bobby Lashley? But even if he defeats him, the next night on Raw, or whatever, Lashley is still married to his ex-wife, so it's always going to be like an eyesore for Rusev. You he's know, just K- have to move on. Well, K- kayfabe walking down the hallway and sees his ex-wife with yeah, Lashley. I mean, it's just he's just gonna have to move on. I feel like there's no way to separate all of them now. It's like no matter what, it's Rusev's gonna have a constant reminder. He could be in another angle and Lashley could be seen, you know, with his ex-wife. I just I, where there's the end game in all this is just I question And then how can people move on from this? But even Liv Morgan, they spent so much time of her away from the ring. They find out she comes back and she was in love with Lana and that they had a relationship together. I feel bad for Liv because everyone thought, well, she was gonna get repackaged somehow and she's gonna have a whole new look. And I think originally everyone wanted her as uh, Sister Abigail with The fiend Bray Wyatt Not the case I want her to be the living doll Yeah I mean so And to bring her back and she more or less Looks the same as far as I'm a look I mean she doesn't have like pink streaks in her hair She's just all blonde out but no blue tongue But other than that it's like What is there new about her unless she has some new ring gear But I feel like character wise Nothing really new Yeah. So it's like even when she comes back to the ring What do I care about You're just someone that was gone for a long time you come back and now see you had a relationship with another woman and now it's like, okay, cool What else do, can I invest my emotions into you as a character moving forward? It's like, okay
1: Yeah Yeah, it was, uh, it was Some stuff oh, overall. <laughs> I uh, I just I was not um, I, I was just not very impressed with with Monday Night Raw. Uh, well, let's talk about quickly uh NXT uh, I think the the Johnny Gargano Finn Balor uh, feud is great. I loved uh, the feud with all the ladies as as well. I love seeing Tony Storm on NXT. She just Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley both are just like jump off the page superstar level wise. Mm-hmm. And I think Tony is even better on the mic than Rhea. Rhea has this great like sort of imposing physical pre- presence and yes. presentation about her, mm-hmm. but Tony Storm. She she just uh, she, She's she got it too and You know Io Shirai like all those girls They're killing it um, I really Enjoyed NXT again uh, this Week uh, what did you think
0: yeah it Was just great that like I mean it just shows how Talented or deep their Rosters for the women's division and It's just cool that they're incorporating NXT UK I feel like maybe The top stars who've kind of Accomplished everything they can at the UK level are Now being brought over so it looks like, one, they kind of set up more for Worlds Collide yeah. in a couple of weeks, which is cool. But it just shows how talented they are, is all, how many are there wrestling for them. Um, I'm trying to think. The Tommaso Ciampa sort of promo
1: package oh. for getting Goldie back and everything was terrific. Just It was, it just, it was a really
0: good show. Yeah, the Dusty Rhodes Classic, the yeah. first round of that. It yep. just... A star power there, and bringing in some people from NXT. It's, UK It's
1: nice to change up the presentation too, and and sort of like give tag team wrestling some shine on NXT. It was it was fun, and Matt Riddle kind of explained how. Oh my it, god, yeah, that was like, funny. Bro, <laughs> yeah, you're the Bruiser way. Yeah, I'm the that bro. was
0: that was funny. Yeah, no, that was great segment as well. And um, I just. Uh, oh number one contendership for uh, NXT North American Keith Yeah effing Lee baby I, You know what's funny is I
1: thought he was actually gonna We talked about it with I thought he was gonna cut Champa in line actually You know for the NXT title shot oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. of On the heels of Stratus looks like they're staying The course for the NXT North American Championship I fully expect him to capture It uh, and I, I Really enjoy him I, I like Damian Priest A lot too uh, I, I think uh, Yeah just you you hit on something, and beyond just the the women's division in NXT, they just have
0: such a great roster right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just they're they're clicking on all cylinders. Well, I was just gonna say, um, for Finn Balor, him and Gargano look like they're finally gonna have their match at probably next take take, take over, over in Portland, February. Yeah. Do you think? Because the rumor is that Finn might go into the Royal Rumble, and who knows? Maybe actually win it. I mean, that's just I mean, there's so many speculations, Rumble winners and predictions. Do you think? For Finn, it's in his best interest to stay with NXT long term. Yes. yes. Okay. Look, look at yes,
1: a, thou, a thousand, a thousand percent. Yes. Look at how much more over and direction he has in NXT mm-hmm. than what he had in WWE proper or whatever you want to call it on Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's it's night and day. How, how much more of a character And how much more over he is in NXT Than he was on Raw or SmackDown So I, I do think it's in his best interest To say, stay in NXT I think it's good storytelling for, for John If John beats his ass out of NXT If that's the direction they want to to go mm-hmm. It's like a loser leaves NXT match Or whatever if if they want to do that But uh, I, I think uh, No, I think Finn should stay in NXT I think it serves
0: his best interest I think it's cool Kushida, his mystery Partner, oh my God! Alex that's Shelley. awesome.
1: I love Alex Shelley. So for for them to be back together, uh, I, I'm very excited for that. I think Alex Shelley is such an underrated performer. So that that
0: that popped me big time. That was that was great. The time split. Are, yes. Are back. Hopefully this is for Shelley. Like maybe this is a long term deal. I hope so, NXT. man.
1: I, I I hope so. Uh, and then Smackdown we we talked about You know Smackdown the Morrison stuff the other thing That we haven't really hit on is the Usos and Roman Reigns being aligned mm-hmm. I think that's cool I like that a lot I think that's great For Roman for him to get some of this babyface unilateral shine From them and the star power The main event level shine from Roman Going back onto the Usos I love that
0: Yeah it was just cool seeing Usos come back Last week kind of the surprise save for Roman and It's like people are calling it like the bloodline because they are all yeah, family. Yeah, I love that, which is kind of cool. Which I wonder, I don't know. Maybe someone saw the popularity of the Samoan dynasty on the indie scene and like, how can we kind of incorporate that?
1: I would, like, I wouldn't be surprised, and it, it, it makes total sense, you know, because that that did definitely you know get some traction. Uh, on social media when mm-hmm. they they crashed all pro wrestling and and did their whole thing there the um, first die on the job That's right that's right <laughs> it was but to what end Yeah uh- <laughs> well hopefully yeah
0: 2020 new year bring back samoan dynasty and uh, keep kicking ass On APW roster And all over the country I'll be all for that But
1: yeah, I really like them together So we'll see how that shakes out And as we march towards the Royal Rumble We are way over time here though So we're going to leave it right there For this edition of In The Click Check out uh, NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2 If you are so inclined Check out Stockton Con Next week, January 19th That's a Sunday, folks For Baby Huey, I'm Bimbo Jimbo And remember... If you're not in the click, see ya. I wouldn't want to be ya.